For as long as I can remember, I'd been waiting for my parents to die. And there they were. Dead. Florence? Florence! I'm pouring my guts out and you fall asleep? I did. How does that make you feel? Dear God, thank you for this time with my lovely sister and her off-again, on-again boyfriend. You really should look into making an honest woman out of her. I'm not taking relationship advice from a beige earthworm. Open the door! I told myself for the longest time you were actually gonna grow up. I hate your guts. Yeah, what else is new? I'm pregnant. Isabel, I want to have this baby. If we're gonna have a family of our own, I'd like to see you reconnect with the one you've got. You don't know what you're asking. After my parents died, my sister escaped with third-degree burns on over 80% of her body. And who have we here? This is Isabel, my girlfriend. Grandma wears pearl. She takes her meals in her room. Why is that? Because I find it hard to hold my food down while looking at her. Brandon Ford, and welcome to another edition of the Blind Rage Podcast, the podcast where I do commentaries for horror movies I've never seen. This week, we are going to be tackling the 2015... I am a little... mm, uncertain of what to classify this particular film because it is definitely a dark film. There's a lot of dramatic elements. There's some thriller elements. Not so much horror, but... Or, yeah, I would say setting a house ablaze because God told you to... Spoiler alert. Um, Could be classified as a horror element, but... um, Nevertheless, we'll just call it a uh, multi-genre piece. Yeah, I just made it up. So, we are talking about Richard Bates Jr.'s 2015 Trash Fire. And, um, yeah, I don't want to say too much as always because I want you guys to listen to the commentary to hear my full thoughts and comments and opinions on this one but I will say that I thoroughly enjoyed it and I watched it three times <clears throat> including the um, the time that I watched or listened to it to record the podcast so yeah it was 
really good, really well done piece of filmmaking. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm definitely glad that the Christmas or Christmas is over and done with. Just gotta get through New Year's, which is my least favorite holiday. Fucking hate. New Year's Eve and New Year's Day more than any other any other holiday and I'm not gonna say why because it's too depressing but um, not a whole lot going on I'm still pounding away at the keys working on some new books trying to get some things together uh, for uh, audiobook um, I have uh, two novels in the works right now and I've been watching more movies than books or reading watching more movies than reading books as of late and I think a lot of that has to do with my being eternally vigilant in finding content for the podcast. So it's been kind of detrimental to my reading habits, and I really need to rectify that. Generally when I do that, and I, and I mentioned this before, when I um, mentioned the one and only book probably that I've gotten through since I started the podcast, which was a reread of a book that I've gotten through numerous times before, and that was Behind Closed Doors by B.A. Paris. What I usually do when I want to get back into the habit of reading is I start by reading a favorite. And um, that's what Behind Closed Doors was supposed to be, but unfortunately it did not turn out that way because that was the last book that I finished, and that was several weeks ago, and I did attempt some others, but didn't get through them. So I'm thinking you might have to revisit a, uh, another favorite. And um, I, I think I read or get through um, The Disaster Artist probably two or three times a year now, or have since I first discovered it. Um, such a great fucking book. And, um, the movie was kind of eh. Um, but the book is absolutely one of my favorites. So if you've only seen the movie and you've never read the book, I highly recommend the book. And, but, yeah, there have been some new movies uh, that I've experienced listen to it's, I just I let me just say this I don't lie I'm not a liar I'm a bad liar I'm a guilty liar I feel like shit even when I tell even the smallest whitest lies because I have too much of a conscience therefore I feel guilty when I say I watched a movie because I didn't watch anything I listened 
because I can't watch. Because I'm visually impaired, and even still, that makes me feel guilty. But I just have to soldier through and um, try to push past that and just say, say the words, even though they're not true. <clears throat> I watched some new stuff. First thing was the trauma or the documentary about the evolution of Trauma Studios. Greetings from Tromaville, which was pretty good. I enjoyed it, although I, my biggest qualm with it was they stayed focused on certain things and glossed over others. Um, the most glaring of which being the company's inception in the 70s uh, when they began doing one well, yeah, when they began doing sex comedies started out doing workies type stuff. And then all of a sudden all of a sudden uh, we're in uh, to Toxic Avenger. So it's like what happened to all the stuff that came in between? What, what about Mother's Day and so on? Um, so, and for a documentary that was over two hours, I think they could have been a little more conscious about what they were focusing on and what they were paying or not focusing on and what they were paying too much attention to. Um, but of course, the Tactics of Avenger being their most famous franchise, that I, I expected them to spend a certain amount of time on it, but, you know, I did want to hear about some other stuff, too. So, so there's that. All in all, it was a good movie, a good educational for the most part. Um, not a lot of stuff that I didn't already know about the company, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. Also, I watched <clears throat> a movie that is a favorite, I know, among rabid horror fans like myself, but one that I've never seen before, because as I explained in recent episodes, I've only, even though I, um, I've been listening to movies with audio description for a few years now. I've only just recently started listening to movies without audio description. It, um, it would always be something of a concern because without the audio description, I would be missing out on some important stuff, and uh, it's not an um, unfounded or illegitimate concern because when I do these movies that I don't have audio description for, and when they don't have a detailed, fleshed out 
flop someone on Wikipedia, I do feel like I, I, or I definitely do miss out on a lot of important stuff, and so I feel like I don't really have the same experience, and therefore I don't enjoy or appreciate the film as much as others do or have or claim or say or whatever. Such can be said for Hell House LLC. And like I said, I know that you guys love this one. Um, I thought that since it has, since it's, you know, pretty popular, I was safe in the assumption that it would have a detailed plot summary on Wikipedia. Uh, I really need to check these out before. But then again, I'm afraid to because then I'm going to be spoiling the movie for myself. Oh boy. Anyway, it did have a plot summary, but it was not as detailed as I would have hoped. It was more of the kind of plot summary that you would see on the back of the DVD or VHS box um, with some highlights about the film and the story. But uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't know what was happening uh, toward the end of the film. get the twist ending. Um, I really wasn't 100% sure about what happened the night of the murders at the haunted house or the hotel. So I missed out on a lot of stuff. Having said that, from what I was able to pick up on and understand, it was very, very, very much in the same vein as the Blair Witch Project for me. Um, except we substituted the woods of Maryland with uh, a haunted hotel. Instead of haunted woods, we have haunted hotel. Uh, the characters were kind of similar. Uh, the dialogue was kind of similar. I'd swear that some of the dialogue was taken out of other films because so many horror movie filmmakers of these days grew up on the same movies that I did and they put a lot of the same lines in, into their script thinking that nobody's going to know when everybody knows because nine times out of ten it, they're lines from a movie like Scream and I hate to bring it up um, because it's a movie that should be skipped because it's a piece of garbage um, but there's a movie that came out uh, maybe 15 years ago, give or take, called Evil Breed. Um, 
or it was originally called Samhain or Samhain, and then they changed the title to Evil Breed, The Legend of Samhain or Samhain. But so much of the dialogue, or so many of the lines, I recognized as being plucked directly from screen, word for word. And I'm embarrassed to admit that I know some of the dialogue, or I used to anyway, uh, from screen. Um, yeah, not a fan of screen. But yeah, I recognize some of the dialogue as being taken from other horror films. And it was a little, that we're talking about Hell House. And it was a little too derivative of the Blair Witch Project. Um, but that's just me. I think I might have had a different opinion had I been able to experience the way, experience the film the way so many others have. And been able to see and know exactly what was going on. Lastly, uh... I watched a movie called The Ice Cream Truck, which was a fairly, fairly recent one, I think, 2017, give or take. Uh, strictly low-budget fare about a woman who moves back to... The suburbs in which she grew up um, because her husband got uh, a job there which was I think a little too convenient because they moved to Seattle where exactly the suburbs are I don't know because it was never said but um, immediately when she moves in because she moves in first since her husband has to settle some affairs back in there um, in Seattle and their kids have to finish up the school year so he sends her along. I don't understand why but he sends her along like three days before they're supposed to join her. Why she couldn't just wait the three days I don't know. But she goes along and immediately there is this ice cream truck with a homicidal ice cream man who's killing people. I'm not sure why. Um, and there's one scene where one of his victims makes it a little too easy for him because she claims to not know very much about ice cream since she only eats the bars. She wanted a Nestle Crunch bar. He said he only dealt with the pure stuff. And uh, she said, oh, well, can I come in? She'd never heard of sherbet. She'd never heard of rum raisin. I mean, come on. So she asked to uh, climb aboard the van. And of course he uh, <laughs> welcomed her right in and bad things happen. Um, some of the acting was 
not great. The lead did okay, the ice cream man did okay, some of the supporting actors did okay, some of the supporting actors abysmally, the actor who played the lead's husband, who is only heard over the phone most, most of the time, was awful, even though his acting was over the phone, um, he had no emotion, and sounded like he was reading, probably was. And um, this was a movie, again, that I probably should have checked Wikipedia for as far as plot summary, but didn't. Um, but it was, again, much like Hell House LLC, it was another uh, summary that would belong in the back of a DVD box. Uh, it was not very descriptive. I didn't, I didn't understand the motivation of the ice cream man. There were characters who I was certain had died, but then turned up at the end of the movie. Um, so, yeah, and there were certain characters who I was sure were meant to be red herrings, uh, but then you never see them again or they never come up again. It just, a, a lot of these um, holes, or at least a lot of these holes are holes to me because I couldn't, I couldn't distinguish this from that because I didn't have any audio description or a thorough plot summary. So, so those are the uh, big three for this week. Um, all in all, not a total loss, but. Mm, nothing that really stood out either so before I move along to trash fire I want to encourage you guys to first and foremost uh, email me at blindragepod81 at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, opinions, critiques, etc., etc., etc. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, response is guaranteed. Once, you, once again, that is blindragepod81 at gmail.com. You know, and also, please subscribe if you haven't already. Leave your uh, comments, reviews, ratings, uh, especially on um, especially on um, Apple Podcasts. I'm thinking about stealing the idea. I'm thinking about stealing the idea from another from another podcast because I think it's a pretty good one. But and I won't mention the podcast. <laughs> I don't even know if they still do it. I think they do. There's a podcast that I listen to pretty regularly 
who um, uh, will do a movie of your choice if you leave them a five-star review on um, uh, iTunes. So I might, I might do that. But if I do, um, if I do decide to do that, uh, just please don't mention, or if you want me to do that, <laughs> just don't say you want me to do that in the review. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? Little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Just write the review. Give me a five-star rating. Tell me how awesome I am. And then send me an email saying... I gave you five stars, and it would be so cool if you reviewed this. And it give me give me some choices, by the way, too, because um, you know I I am a, I am a long long time horror fanboy, so you know I I see visually a lot of stuff. This podcast is meant to be things that I've never seen, that I've only experienced auditorially. <laughs> Ooh, that, that laugh sounded creepy. I think it's because my voice is a little raspy. I'm fighting something. <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like I've been getting one of those... uh colds that I hear so much about. <laughs> so yeah, give me give me a um a list of like five let's say five recent titles that you would like to hear me do commentaries for and I'll get back to you and see what we can work out. Um so yeah for that and if that's what you wanna do Again, just email me at blindragepod81 at um, gmail.com. One stipulation, I can't do foreign films because I can't read subtitles. Sorry. Um, uh, also, I know you guys got some gift cards, kind of fun gift cards for Christmas this year, so... Why not give yourself the gift of literature? I have a bunch of books available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle formats. And I also have a bunch of titles available in audiobook format on Audible. So, the gift of literature is one of the best gifts of all. And it really depresses me, by the way, sidebar, that more people don't give each other books as Christmas gifts. Um, yeah, so, I guess that's enough rambling this week. Um, so, if this is the first time that you've Join me for the podcast or for a commentary. You should know that I think it 
each commentary or movie with a 10 count. Uh, it is a 3D 10 count, which means there are some sound effects. And at 10 count, I get into the movie. Um, if you want to watch along, feel free to do so. But you don't have to because the movie audio will be playing in the background because I mix the two the movie audio Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I have to say that when I first started this, I felt like I was in a time where I recognized the little jingle there as Orion, a company that I thought was long defunct. And uh, I was having flashbacks of when I first saw the remake of I Spit on Your Grave and it had the uh, Cinetel Presents in the opening titles. Cinetel is another company that I thought was long gone. But there's neither here nor there. So we're watching Trash Fire, which is the third feature from writer-director Richard Bates Jr., who goes by Ricky. Uh, I've heard him in interviews, and he, he goes by. I just I take umbrage with as long as I can remember, I've been grown men who die. go by. So I can Ricky, suicide without don't. An overwhelming it's the same thing with Andy. Just don't, don't do that. And, there they were. and also, I have to say off the bat that the lead actor in the movie, who plays what? Owen, I refuse Florence? to call him Adrian Grenier. I refuse. Florence. First of all, Grenier. Is not the way the name is pronounced. It's French. It's pronounced Grenier. And Adrian Grenier does have French blood in him on his mother's side. I made sure that I looked that up before I went on that little diatribe. But Grenier just sounds stupid. Um. But I can't, then again, I can't really, I can't really say too much about that because my given name is a very Italian name and 
much like Adrian's, it has been Americanized to be pronounced the way it looks. Uh, but that was not my decision. So that was the way it was always pronounced. And I'm not going to say what it is. And anyway. Stop, okay? So. Don't go. I, my introduction to Richard Bates Jr. was, of course, Excision, his debut, which was a movie that I enjoyed very, very much, and a movie that I happened upon by accident because this was a commentary that I did for a B-movie Bonanza, and I tell the story there. But I'm going to tell it again. You don't care. Once upon a time when I had Xfinity, there was a, I don't even know if they could still, you could still do that, but there was a way to set your DVR to record movies or TV shows that have a specific actor in them or are directed by a specific director that you like. Um, so I have a particular fondness for John Waters. He's one of my idols. And I've always had a fondness for Tracy Lords. And so my DVR recorded Excision, uh, which stars both John and Tracy. And I looked at the synopsis and it sounded weird and off the wall and I like weird and off the wall so I decided to watch it and I was actually very surprised how much I liked it. And I waited very impatiently for the follow-up to Excision which was Suburban Gothic and which was a totally different film. Deal, dealt with the supernatural and it was not something that reeled me in I <clears throat> I don't even know if I got through it I should probably give it another chance because well John Waters is in it so <laughs> Um, but I think what happened with Trash Fire was, I heard Richard Bates Jr. on Adam Green and Joe Lynch's podcast talking about the movie. And well, came not, to find that it was on Netflix, life. but of course there was no audio description. And uh, at the time I discovered this, I no. was not very enthusiastic about just listening to movies oh, God. Really? Um, without audio description because I wasn't confident in my ability to distinguish what was going on. Like you do with a guy um, like me. I've since my issues honed my skills a little bit with that. Um, the 
Thank you. Pass? Ha uh, yeah, pass. Pass, like, well, no, I can't even say that. Because there were audio description files that were the um, source material for the Green Inferno and Last House on the Left. But I've been. I didn't use. There wasn't an audio description for Better Watch Out or Sick for Toys, as well as a number of other movies that I've sat through recently in and, and uh, depending on how much of the film relies on action I don't have much trouble and Richard Bates Jr. is for sure, You're God. a writer Thank who you relies heavily on dialogue to further the plot, off again, on and again. he Wait. writes excellent dialogue. And especially in this, as well as Excision, uh, Owen, Dark Lord of the Abyss, Adrian, played by Adri Adrian Grenier, is kind of the male version of Pauline, who was so, the female well. protagonist on the promotion at work. of mm -hmm. Excision, in it's that not a promotion, it's just a he has an acid tongue, mm -hmm. well, you know what? Anyway, he I'm very happy pushes people away, he insults and antagonizes everyone who crosses his path. In Pauline's case, it was her family, and in Owen's case, yes. it's his significant other, who and I, trust I you're looking after my sister as best couldn't you imagine how she could possibly stand him because he's you know, not only Owen, verbally if I said abusive, that I he was but he's mentally but and emotionally abusive, you're going to continue to and he's very unlikable in the first half of the film, but. I'm not you taking relationship advice from a beige earthworm. A beige earthworm. I'd like to know exactly what that means. Nevertheless, it's 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 makes for interesting it's really nice dialogue. Um, I'll be back in town on business shortly. I hope we can get together. I um. I love you, Caleb. So you later come you. to find exactly why, um. Owen possesses these negative character traits and why hey, he treats people the way he I know does. Is a touchy and subject for you. Maybe you feel like you don't have one, but if you can make more um, of an effort with mine, that would mean a lot to me. I'm hoping that those of you who are listening to this have seen the film, so really I'm just going to go ahead and make with All the spoilers as I tells him and you treat him like often do. And, um... You know what? You're right. I'm gonna make more of an See, but the thing is, too, about Owen is, oh, yeah. no yeah. matter what he does, he's you. always very oh, apologetic yeah, after the fact, which can't be said for Pauline. Thank you, Owen. What do you say we um, transformation with a little sex? But I, uh, I have to pretend it was another man's penis inside me. Because it continues to happen, 
I debate whether his apologies are genuine. What's going on? Normally doesn't take this you this long. Funny. It's been this like thirty funny seconds. Theory. I know. Is everything okay? Maybe it's your complete lack of enthusiasm. Well, your balls smell real bad. I wanted to keep us in the your moment. Your balls smell Just real bad. Just take a bad. shower next time. You know what? That's I'm gonna pretty go jerk off in the bathroom. But the also towels. brutally honest. Um, thankfully I've never heard that one. And um, it comes up later in the film, and I didn't catch on to this until this is actually the third time I watched the film, and the third day in a row actually I watched it for the first or listened to it for the first time the day before yesterday. I caught it again last night, and. I didn't, well, it was either in the second viewing or in the Wikipedia plot What's summary wrong? that I came to find that I Owen actually nice. is bulimic, because uh, I didn't, home, we can um, no, you're not he says it to, I believe, Sheldon, uh, in, a, in a little while, but because... Uh, he Florence, I like treats to start people the way he does, says the things that he does, and he, again, tries so hard to push people away. Don't talk to Florence. I she fell asleep at our session. wasn't no, sure whether or not I believe him. My relationship with um, both of you is becoming equally unhealthy. Well, let's get back on track, shall we? Isabel, you voiced a concern about Owen's drinking. You still have an issue with that? No. So, because as I, I was told him trying to say before, Owen, and I meant it. He, uh, she did tell me she cut off my dick, and I did know it. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't particularly concerned on account of the fact that I don't use it for much except pissing. In fact, I'd love to see it go because all I do is look at it every day, and it reminds me of better times. Now, Faye, when I brought up your He's dick, led to believe that to he run with it as a topic. Accidentally killed his family, yeah, gay guys or his parents, and. It's celebrated and sought after in their community. Um, you show a picture of a dick to a woman watching Scarred her sister. What are you saying? Terribly. You're gay now? Speaking of I whom, I um, I wish Pearl, I was. his sister, it's not dick. That makes uh, is crazy. played it's by Annalyn McCord, who Owen isn't was help him with his the lead problem. in Yes, you do. And all your idiotic friends just and, encourage um, you. Anyway. Okay, so I'm a substance abuser with an ugly dick who's mentally ill-equipped to stand up to peer pressure, and you're dating me. I've Sometimes seen Adrian Gren Grenier in other things before. I was not impressed. Right, one um, drink here, this okay. is the first more than film that I've seen him in, or that I've seen, with your or that I've experienced, or that I've listened to, that I haven't actually Scene scene. Oh my God, so I don't know Sheldon and I do not how he we have an understanding present how he is presented physically how he looks in the film. But it has become um, painfully obvious to Sheldon and myself one that we're thing going to have that to interact on a monthly basis. 
irked so we me let you two about him as an actor is he always looks like he just fell out of bed. In everything I've seen him in, his hair is mussed and unbrushed. He's got stubble. He's shoveled looking. His clothes are sloppy. Um, except for the second half of the god-awful Drive Me Crazy in which he gets that makeover by Melissa Joan Hart's character, and I can't believe I just referenced that movie. Please forgive me. But, um, I'm hoping that the disheveled Adrian Grenier, Grenier is not the Adrian Grenier we get in this particular movie because I thought he did a very good job in the lead, and he carried the film well. A lot of that had to do with the fact that he had a very well-written script to work with. But if he is seen as he's seen in everything else, that would um that would definitely taint the performance. This scene here I thought was interesting because. Forgive me if I'm Sheldon know, is a paralegal. Subject, I've never heard you bring up which, your family in conversation. Uh it's generally um I don't want to be um, play sexist or be sexist. She lives with my crazy um, grandmother. But awful, I'm so sorry. generally you hear you kept in touch with your sister at all? women being paralegals. No. Um pretty sure she hates me. Not that I have I'm any issues with men being paralegals, no, but it's I don't want to say predominantly a female job, but whenever I hear of someone being a paralegal, whether it's a person in real life or a character on TV or in a film, it's a woman. It's hard when you know. It's like right there. Owen, hey, tell us, bro. What's your secret? I found it interesting that. Must be some metabolism. That when Owen confesses that he has bulimia, Sheldon. Oh, says yeah, I, thought I thought that, that was, was a girl, girl disease. disease. Well, in all fairness, you're also kind of an idiot. Wow. Apologize to Sheldon. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I haven't had enough to drink. There are my <laughs> these moments like this with um, Isabel. Is, she's very much like his mother. Because um, the way she has to tell him to apologize for his behavior. It's disgusting. Interesting to tell I'm not sure. I'm sorry that I snapped at Sheldon. Talking about my family puts me on edge. Yeah, well, we're eventually gonna run out of people to hang out with. If I'm stuck with you all the time, I'll go crazy. I understand. So, um, any chance you wanna fuck? Any chance you can be romantic ever? Okay. Intimate. Do you wanna be intimate? I let you have sex with me three times last week. I really feel like we shouldn't do it again until I'm back on birth control. Uh, Isabel, we've had enough unprotected sex without birth control to come to at least three conclusions. Either I'm the master king at pulling out, I'm sterile. I am. Um, all roads lead to having sex tonight. I. <laughs> I like her choice of words. I, I let you have sex with me three times last week. Slow down on the drinking. Starting to miss the and later she says to, um, what was her name, Violet, 
can you at least take off your shirt? Uh, the grandmother, she back. says, um, you could see something about how you could see just how dissatisfied, how sexually dissatisfied I am. It's written all over <clears> my face. Gentle, you're wet yet. <laughs> you're never wet. Well, that means you're doing something wrong. Um, in the Adam Green and Joe Lynch interview with uh, Richard Bates, which I considered listening to before I recorded this, but it's also like over two hours long. Um, the way he talks about himself and his relationships, um, and the way he's said in he, he's spoken in the commentary track for Excision. He puts a lot of himself in his movies, in his characters, and in his dialogue. Um, and there were some experiences that um, the characters, some of the characters in Excision have, which he said he took from his personal life. So I wouldn't be surprised if some of this stuff tell me I'm still dreaming. is autobiographical. Well, I'm not dead yet, so you can hold off on all your celebrating. It's very funny. Look, Isabel told me what happened, and I rushed right over. <coughs> oh, she told you how to seizure while we were fucking? So... What? What, what did you say? Oh, my God. Are you two sleeping together? Um, well, we've been together <coughs> for three years, um... He lives with me. I just assumed you did background in mathematics. Caleb is a very sanctimonious religious zealot, but he's also a hypocrite being that he's had two divorces. not how you were raised. I am so ashamed of you. Please, at least tell me who's first. I think his character is meant to be written in jest, or at least I hope so, because... you, Owen. Isabel is a woman in her mid to late Both of you. 30s. And well, I think it goes without saying that you two should get yourselves checked out. That in the interest of public safety. She's a virgin. Dan, what about you, Caleb? How many times have you strolled through the clinic while fucking your way through two failed marriages? If you weren't already in a hospital bed, I would put you in one. Guys, stop it. Both of you. If you weren't already in a hospital bed, I'd put you in one. That's a good line. God and getting married. No, because that means we no longer be living in sin. And we enjoy living in um, sin. Speak for yourself. I'm, I'm sorry, I feel you should just go. Um, but I'll see you next week. I'll see you for Shelby's birthday. Um, I'll take your training. I'll you're uninvited. So I keep going to the. I don't want such a negative influence around my daughter. And you know what? Until you straighten up your act, you should not be allowed what anywhere with near every children. single commentary that I've recorded so far. Um. And I want to turn this down, but I have a feeling I'm going to something up which it also wouldn't be oh come on who cares you'll never unlikely. see your niece again she's a pain in the ass anyway she's supposed to be my fucking goddaughter you heartless sack of shit what if i told you i want to have kids? this is go ahead with your body do what you want but don't treat pregnancy like some special achievement this Crash is a very difficult babies. scene all you have to do is spread your legs and invite someone to jizz in you um that is the most vile witness, thing that's ever gonna come out of your mouth because he's yes, so cold. A healthy baby that turns into a piece of shit teenager and makes only a portion of your life and That is the best case. He does not <laughs> show the slightest <laughs> bit of sympathy yeah, or empathy for Isabel. Even when she confesses that she's pregnant. <laughs> I'm pregnant. 
worry about it. And he just says I'll go half one and abortion. Yeah, of course you are. I mean, what is it, like 400 bucks? We'll split it. Fucking asshole. He deserved that slap much earlier in the film, I have to say. Um, Get the fire. God damn it. So he's led to believe that um, he set up he set up the propane tank for the heater or something and he's led to believe that he did it incorrectly and um, his parents perished and his sister was horribly disfigured now um, from what I what is given in the information and exposition uh, during the dialogue um, you're or at least I was led to believe that this happened shortly before or if not long before Owen met Isabel and they'd been together gotcha. three years. And, so I couldn't sleep last um, night, so I wrote your obituary. No, it's a nice thing. Um, Adrian Grenier would have been about 39 or 40, <clears throat> give or take, at the time Isabel this movie was in production. Angeles, and I can only college. imagine he's not playing they he's playing a character who is not much younger does in fact than he actually is so he was born in Carson City Nevada um, and graduated with a business degree from some forgettable second tier college even I'm a little confused because she was married to Owen Roberts was he living with his parents who loved up her until much, this point trouble, um if so why they adopted later um, and she was often heard his the difference in age between he and Pearl is never revealed he loved so um, I don't know exactly how old she is but I would assume she's not too far behind him as his little sister but I And then there is, uh, is um, pretty tacky. Mm. there is talk of okay. him having a relationship in college Doing in nice which uh, the girl that he was dating had gotten pregnant and she okay. had an abortion. So... Owen. The only yeah. thing that would make this make sense is if he was staying at home or living at home um, this far into his adulthood which I don't really understand I also don't I don't think it's mentioned if he has a job if it does, I missed so, it. Um, how long have you Isabel known? works in interior design. We know that. 
How could you keep but it from I'm not soul? sure if Owen actually I works. I wasn't even sure if I was even going to keep it. And I'm willing to believe that he doesn't because he showed up at her did, office so with that weird obituary, which but was meant to be again, I'm sorry. an apology in his own it. demented way. I mean, let's be honest, you're not responsible enough to even be in a relationship, let alone be a dad. Okay, don't put this on me. But okay, he... We both know it's just, um, it's not the right time. If I was in a stable relationship, and also what is revealed about um, I'm not any younger. I want a family. his plan to I just don't want one with you. Leave with Pearl is confusing because he says that is a shitty thing. They made a plan. He you don't even keep in touch with your own family. I don't know if he was living with the mind. grandmother as well. I mean, I'm I sure there's know. love for me somewhere in there, again, but it's that's not, not explained. Okay, first of all, there are some def definite I'm not holes in the plot as much I want, as I but enjoyed I think the I'd make a great film, and I think the screenplay is I very well see. written. It could have used I a tiny bit of spit polish to explain or further explain a few things, but it is said that he planned to escape with Pearl and to save her. Presumably from her grandmother, who is vile, as we come to find, in innumerable ways. And he says while they're driving away, he leaves her on the side of the road. Isabel, I want to have this which, thing. for a character as cold and okay, as that? despicable okay. as Owen is... I want to tell you something. That is next level, because remember, um, Pearl was burned in a fire and was covered. Um, I think she said, or they say, eighty percent of her of her body was covered in third degree burns. And so I don't know, or I don't understand exactly what went on if he quite literally really took her out of the car it. and drove away yes. and where exactly he moved together to i'm not sure and where exactly he's from first i want sure. you to call caleb apologize to him of course yes be the first i've been getting my family to like you <laughs> okay Second, also, and this isn't. Oh, Isabel. I tried to. No, I. That's. Um, if we're gonna have it's a not family said own, in like the plot summary of the film on Wikipedia, and it wasn't mentioned in the few reviews so. that I read and the one that I watched on YouTube. But I was too. very curious as far as. If this did happen three years ago, how, how does she not know what the internet is? 
That doesn't make any sense. I can't believe I agree because Isabel says I mean, that she should sell her jewelry, which is uh, supposedly hideous online, and she doesn't know what online is. You did tell them they were coming, though, right? Yeah, of course. What did they say? Well, I only got my grandmother on the phone, and she said she'd be willing to tolerate the inconvenience. Like you. <laughs> well, I don't know if this was a conscious. Um, I don't know if this was a conscious choice on Richard Bates's process of writing the screenplay, but Owen's character does okay. change Fine. a bit. The only when thing my parents had in common was they religion. get to. All right, let's give this one last try. Uh, his grandmother's they never got house. along. Smile and this time, a real he's smile. not as biting with the nasty like remarks. Uh, he doesn't hate fucked into existence. After um, they had my sister, things went even further Isabel down away, if anything, they thought he, it would strengthen he is their closer to her than he ever than he is Duh. at any other point as in the far film, as I was concerned, my father's primary method of communication was quoting scripture. My mom and was her main vice he is <laughs> seen almost as a sympathetic character because That's of the way he defends her. In fairness, um, she was a lot better lay than me. Due to his grandmother's would come back for second, uh, third, insensitivity Around due to her own to religious zealotry. sent me away to a school for troubled youth, which I was subsequently expelled from. One night while I was on one of my benders, the house caught fire. I had installed the propane. Something went wrong. I, I fucked up. Okay. My parents were burned alive, and my sister escaped with third-degree burns on over 80% of her body. She was unrecognizable. After my parents so died, we ended up moving in with my grandmother. We planned our escape, but with her medical condition, I knew we didn't stand a chance. We were not together. So I left her, alone on the side of the road. On going back for her, but yeah, alone on the side of the road. Of course, that is until now. Okay, so he said, he just said that because oh, fuck you, because he, um, because he stopped going to church. His grandmother, I mean, his parents sent him to a, a boarding school for troubled youth. Youth is which he was expelled for. And in the same breath, he says, "Well, I was on one of my benders. You can, uh, I can only ascertain that he was expelled for drinking at school." So he says, "While I was on one of my benders." Um, that was when he put the propane tank or whatever it is in improperly or so he was um, led to leave. So that would mean that he was a, a kid when he did this or when this happened, when the parents died. So the time, the timeline, 
is, again, it's very confusing. Oh, I was also trying to say, um, speaking of Pearl and her, 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 her appearance, what I was wondering was when her appearance is revealed because, or if she, if she decides to conceal her appearance with some sort of a veil or Owen. Hello, grandmother. Or what? I don't you know. You remember Pastor Sterling? How could I forget? For someone Pastor who, Sterling? you know, makes people put a blindfold on her bedroom. And isn't it wonderful to it's see just, the season It's just through. odd to me that well, during the rattlesnake much, scene, and by the way, we'll get to Sunday that morning for early service. Uh, during the rattlesnake <laughs> scene when she kills it um, oh, yeah. and throws it at the grandmother that she would just uh, be so willing to <laughs> allow herself to be seen. You said you were married. You must have misheard. Well, well, of course you. Even sleep in an emergency situation. Rooms. You follow me to the guest room, and Owen will take the sofa. I have said this on Facebook before, but I'm going to say it again. And the first time I said it, it, what I said was so misinterpreted that it led to a lot of animosity and hostility towards me, even though I certainly didn't think that I was saying anything offensive. But I think that I was playing, or I was um, thinking a lot about there are so many, but for the life of me, the only one that's coming to mind is uh, Sinister, where there's a you have a married couple where one of them is American and the other is, say, uh, in this case, uh, in the case of um, Sinister, is English, and it's never explained. Um, it's never explained why. Um, she moved to the United States, how they met, what their backstory was, and all of this could have been explained in, you know, just a sentence. You know, she, she could have said something along the lines of, I traveled abroad to go to school. She could have told one of the kids, you know, I traveled abroad to go to school, I met your father, the rest is history, blah, blah, blah. Um, but... And I know that in probably 99% of these cases, the screenplay is written before the casting, so the writer doesn't know that one half of the couple is going to be uh, from another country. However, that could easily be repaired during the production of the film. I say I said that it's commonplace in film 
but I personally have never met a married couple. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Mm. I'm not saying Head it's, of the table, huh? you know, it's, it's not, um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't know. I'm not saying that it's oh, uncommon, oh, you were properly raised. but you I personally have never the... met a couple where one half is American and one half is English, or one half is American and one half is Australian. I say grace. Um, but if I Heavenly did, you're damn you right there'd be a story. Sanctified, and we pray that um, it will give us the strength to do Oh, and this is this can be said to you for Amen. Red Christmas. Um, D. Wallace. That was lovely. Although it's it's kind of reversed because D. Wallace is, Ameri is American, is American, and she's no. living in Australia. And her what he her, means is we're her not family is Australian. So, but anyway. Grandma, where's Pearl? Um, in this movie, the grandmother says. That because I find or acknowledges that she's from England, while looking but at she doesn't say how she migrated to the United States. She just says something like, well, "I think when they're sitting in the backyard, you know, Pearl. she says something like it reminds me of well, she's the small not ready town I to lived in in yet. England or something like that." But. So while it wasn't a full explanation, it was still acknowledged, Owen, which isn't said for the vast majority oh, of these films Isabel. or films like this with your parents teach you any manners, honey? I've got a kitchen full of dirty dishes. Oh, or yeah, characters sure. right from there. different countries. Mm. I just think it's worth noting is all. Go easy on her. See that there? You can see um, how he's protective of Isabel because he knows. I don't think he knows necessarily that his grandmother is homicidal. Well, he no, he definitely doesn't know that. But he knows that she can be very ugly and very nasty. What is wrong with much Owen? like himself? Oh, yeah, he uh, he has issues with food. Um, oh, I think thing. this was here. True. She's bulimic. That I discovered that he really is bulimic. Yeah, I just thought that he was being provocative during that scene. I would like to know what she gave... Tell Isabel me a little about yourself. All I know at the moment. I can only presume it's a, it's a glass of water. <laughs> because she's, uh, she well, said, here, take from, this, don't um, drop Carson it. City, Nevada. Um, um, she said it's for my teeth. Design. So a glass, a um, glass of water is what I... It's when you make the inside of a house nice so. like this. And, um, and I'm not sure if Owen told you, but I am pregnant. And another thing, too... Which confuses me about my daughter couldn't keep her Pearl legs closed either. Is it's suggested, but it's not really confirmed. I've never been to England. Confirmed. I always wanted to go. Here you come back. That she's a lesbian. 
something you should always and hey, Grandma, what's all this stuff? there's a one there's no, one moment it's, it's, where she has as much difficulty um, looking at herself the grandmother while speaking to the well that's not a the very priest nice thing to say. he oh, says he asks how, how Pearl's doing and he she says so she's as queer as ever or something like that and then later you know I appreciate the when Owen finally gets the chance to speak with her he grandma um, comes to find to that she was kissing she never shuts a girl um, <laughs> named Emily right before the fire. So, because of the way Pearl behaves oh, and her childlike demeanor, yeah, I know. it seems I very much. I feel so bad for your sister. It seems very much like she stopped <laughs> advancing. You know, maybe the uh, cognitively. Our mutual disdain um, for my grandmother might actually be bringing us closer together. In yeah. a much younger... Okay. I'm going to try and connect with my sister. Uh, you okay here by yourself? In her life? Yeah, I guess. Developmentally? Close the door. And, um... I need to decompress. Especially when she says... When she whines in a very childlike voice about the fighting, how she can't stand the fighting... So, Earl, that Earl makes Owen, I just want to talk. matters even more confusing for me because I'm it's, here when you're ready. Again, you gotta you go back to the three year mark, which is is said. Um, but if it was only three years ago, why is she acting like she's ten? back here after all these years do you need money because if it's money you're after i don't have any no i just thought it'd be good for owen to reconnect with his family i've never seen this actress before who actually plays her grandmother but well, i overheard you i have to say that she definitely um things you don't know she's a bad girl shit she's a very You mean? Um, Look, if you came here expecting me to be role. pleased because you've fathered a child out of wedlock, I'm not. I think that right there, when she says your sister is a bad girl, she she's a very bad girl. That she is. I mean, that's what your father did. That was about your own daughter because she's a religious oh, fanatic. Gross. That was a suggestion about your um, was a whore. Your father was Pearl's a sexuality. Your sister's an abomination. And now I have to go to my grave knowing that this bloodline continues? What I don't understand, again, <laughs> I say, I, I, this tends to happen when I do these commentaries. I, I go in saying how much I love these movies, and then I come to find that a lot of the, there's a lot of the plot that doesn't make sense. But, um... 
The grandmother says something about how um, Owen shouldn't be able to impregnate Isabel. I, I don't understand why that's not explained. Keep that bitch away from me. If things are so well, things are obviously so terrible. I told you what it was going why to be. doesn't Isabel just okay. go to the hotel? You were right. That's what I would okay, have done. So just bear I, with me. I, I don't think I would have been able to withstand living with a person like that. Um, I would have told him, okay, well, you stay here. I'm going to go to this hotel that's an hour away, and you come and get me when you do what you have to do. sort of a box as far as genres are, con are concerned there are for sure some Good comedic morning, elements some darkly comedic elements to it but the majority of those are in the they're awful so don't wear them first like these are like a gift from your grandmother like some sort of an apology you can always re-gift them to somebody uh, you don't like uh, probably the first half hour your grandmother's the only person I've ever met that I don't like enough to give these to Look, just put them on and say thank and you. And the rest of it is just dark. It's not funny. And, um, but it's also not a horror film or a thriller. And I wouldn't call it suspense either. Good morning, Grandma. How are you feeling? I would say it's a drama more than anything else. I just couldn't wait any longer. I think we're okay with coffee. Thank you for the earrings. <laughs> I would love to know what these earrings look like. Grandma, what was that about? She was trying to be nice. Uh, after this, you'll come to the store with me to help with the groceries, huh? Of course, Grandma. <laughs> oh, thank you for the earrings. <laughs> If a man has a sexual relation with a man, as one does with a woman, then both have done what is detestable. Serve the Lord with fear. And, and God said to them, uh, and multiply. Th this I don't understand. Either. I mean, I th I'm assuming, I can only assume that this is Isabel trying to watch TV, but every channel she goes to is um, it's Isabel. some sort of evangelical preaching. Um, 
do they does the grandmother, oh, your grandmother live, live in the town in the just me can we talk put on the blindfold religious section of the area or does her cable only get these kinds of channels why couldn't she find anything else on tv that was weird and okay it's on i wouldn't even know how to find um one of those channels and if i was able to i don't think i'd be able to find more than one but the I fact that the every channel is a televangelist Yeah, I like would it. like to know if they're my favorite. They're beautiful. Hey. She tells. Um, you should sell your jewelry online. You can make a fortune. What's online? Yeah. You're kidding, right? She tells no, Isabel not to turn around. It connects people from all across the world. Oh, so it's like instant. Um, so we know Isabel doesn't see her, yes. but I'm wondering if that the audience like. does. I used to take his name in vain too. And then he killed my parents and let me on fire. I guess it's time for you to put the blindfold back on now. Let me get a good look Thanks. at you. So, what is it that you came that to That is also, me I think. Your brother. Well, I, I don't know if it's necessarily suggestion, a suggestion of her sexuality, uh, so much no, as like her trying to. Um, okay. But you know, he came here just to talk to you. Um, he wants to say he's sorry. Trying to. He loves you. Did he tell you I used to be pretty? That's what I'm looking for. Not model pretty, but I used to get compliments. I'm sure you're still very pretty. No. Size her up, I no. guess. Um, should try to determine. Give Owen a chance. Just think if about it. If she's good okay? enough. I think it's time for you to leave now. I don't know, but then again, she doesn't like Owen. But there are suggestions too that. Um, Pearl has Goodbye. a bit of a crush on Isabel. And I think that can be said for her giving her the earrings and later um, coming to her in the middle of the night to beg her to stay. Something is happening here and I don't know what it is, but I have a feeling it has something to do with the grandmother tampering with, or is it the grandmother? No, they're not home. Wait, is that right? Yeah, they're not home. So, it's, Pearl's doing something. I don't know what she's doing.
Isabel's things. <laughs> you are not going to believe this. Grandmother Boy, managed to get us kicked out of the supermarket. Took something or left What'd something? she do? She was looking for the Brazil nuts and decided to use a racial epithet when describing them to a black employee. Classic. What have you been doing? Oh, just getting ready for the day, thinking about perfect responses to past arguments we've had. Oh, well, that sounds healthy. Also managed to have a conversation with your sister. What? Really? Mm -hmm. What'd she say? Give her some time. I think she'll come around. Cool. Cool. Pass the green beans. I think you can really notice the change in the Owen's beans. demeanor when Pearl is is mentioned. Pass the green beans. What? Pass the green beans now before your nasty old lady skin flakes get all over it. Oh. In this house, we respect our elders. So if you want to behave like a female dog, you can eat off the floor like one. You're pathetic. Hmm. It's no wonder Owen ran away and never looked back. First thing in the morning, we're getting the fuck out of here. Your slut has a foul mouth. She's been on her ass ever since we walked through that door. It's no wonder it took her so long to explode. You look just like your father. Your mother may have been a whore, but she had backbone. That and line didn't make any sense. He said, you've been on her ass since we walked through the door. It's no wonder it took her so long to explode. If the grandmother had been on her ass all this time, shouldn't the line have been something like, I can't believe it took her this long to explode? Now, Pearl just threw something, and I think it was a mirror. Open the door. Because oh, Owen says later Pearl. about. God damn it, Pearl! Open the door. Or is it now? About the b the bad luck she's accruing by breaking all the mirrors. Okay, Pearl, I'm sorry. There will be no more fighting. Isabel and I are leaving in the morning, and it'll all be over. This is our last chance to talk. Open the door. Those flashbacks frustrate me because I have a feeling I know what's going on, but I don't, I can't say for sure. I think this is the scene when Isabel sneaks into the room. Whenever things get really quiet and I'm doing commentary, it frustrates me. Because I. Oh, 
Here we go. Hi, hi. Do you want to See again here is she is she covered? Or is she allowing Isabel to see her? Because my mother wasn't a whore like her mother says. Or is it dark? It's okay to like Or is it so dark that you know Isabel can't see her? And I don't know what she gives her. I think she gives her rosary beads. And that's only I'm only just going by I'm sorry, sweetie. We really do have to go back home. Owen and I have to leave. What I heard. If you stay, Owen can apologize to me for making you like this, like he wanted. Sorry. I'm glad we got a chance to finally She talks like someone who's being held captive. just happened there. The grandmother was laughing at something. Violet, what a, what a pleasant surprise. I have a huge problem with this scene. How queer as ever. Well, we just need to keep praying for her then, don't we? Okay, here we go, queer as ever. Sing for my grandson's girlfriend. Okay, and I didn't. First of all, I so didn't. Your family's I, still in town. Then. I didn't How know that this this snake I was a rattlesnake. Seeing things again. Um, which what I probably time. should have, because you do hear it rattle. What kind of thing? Horrible things. Um, God but wants them all dead. Do people? I don't know anything about God snakes. Would want anybody dead. Um, but do people keep rattlesnakes in tanks or whatever as pets? Is that a what thing? Do people? Because I, 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 I would think they're a little too deadly for that. And um, the fact that the grandmother is able to take to go reach in the tank and just take one wasn't difficult. To convince him it was his fault. <laughs> I was just take one without um... and hearing my daughter screaming out in agony. fear of being bitten or being bitten. For a brief I know that you moment, know, and for the first snakes time, snakes felt... play a, a huge role in religion, and there's that whole thing with she must all, have derived from her. You know, being able to control snakes or blah 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 or if you don't get bitten you have been touched by God or some shit like that you could tell my um, Catholicism has gone right out the window um, 
you think that what you're doing is God. But this scene here when she tells the priest some kind of personal agenda, no more what you're doing is a kind of sacrament. Or she tells the priest that God is talking to her and that he wants her to kill the family or to kill Owen and Isabel. He was so consumed with guilt. I thought he would And we come to find that pastor instead of which you were um, slept with Owen's mother I knew you'd come back when okay. she was 15 okay. and so grandmother says if you go to the police and, and you tell them and they want any of this then I'm gonna have to tell them that you slept with my daughter when she was 15 what proof does she have of that voices you're hearing they are a delusion that's what I would I'm like to know. I'm going to have to contact the authorities. And you even no if she did thing. have some well, sort of proof, I have no choice. Um, this woman Not is clearly unbalanced. And first of all, it's in his best interest she for the safety of other people. Oh to go to the police and tell them this. But also, but also, you know, is she saying that God, she's doing the whole God told me to thing, um, who's going to believe anything she says anyway? Because she's clearly off her rocker. I don't know why he makes those weird noises there. Okay, so, um, so she steals the snake. And she's planning on killing Isabel with it. And so she decides to put it in the toilet so it will bite Isabel while she's sitting on it. Okay, first of all, how did Isabel not see it in there? Because rattlesnakes are pretty big. Um, how's this old woman able to run down the street with a snake? Um, She's putting it on right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Lovely day, isn't it? Yeah, how nice he is here. Wait a minute. I'm gonna finish this coffee and then spend the next hour trying to relieve myself. Now where's the fucking snake? I know pregnancy made you so constipated. Well, there is such a thing as too much information here. I'm so confused. Anyway, so, okay. Isabel just plops down without looking in the, in the bowl first. Um, I think a rattlesnake as big as they are would be something that you would be able to sense because it would clearly fill the bowl. Grandma, what was... Um... 
check on her? I'll go with you. No, please, I'd rather go alone. So it, um, Pearl's in the bathroom, putting Pearl, the makeup on. are you on, okay? I guess. I think so. What happened? Isabel let me borrow her makeup. They were so I guess that the sneak isn't fine. there yet. I don't care um, about looks, Pearl. It's not important to me. Okay. However, I am a so little concerned about all the bad luck you're accruing on account of these broken mirrors. The grandmother tries to say that the... Snake got in through the pipes. Come back tonight when it's dark out. We'll um, oh, that on, doesn't Don't make me wait another night. Pearl, open the door. With rattlesnakes. Garter snakes, sure. Do you have any reading material but other than big, the Bible? Big fat rattlesnakes, no. Doesn't feel right reading the holy book on the toilet. And she claims that it got in through a hole in a pipe. You have some business. That doesn't make any sense. Why do you hate But me the so fact much? that they buy it. I remind me of my daughter. The so-called whore. Why do you hate Anyone me so much? I would have why does she care? Can't be too discerning. Sounds like he had a great support system growing up. Are you sure this is his baby? I wouldn't. I mean, there's certain mm -hmm. people that you just can't reach. What exactly Believe me. I know. Presumably, exactly what you um, think I'm implying that, that you've been sleeping around. Stop Isabel from Owen trying. Owen is not supposed to be capable of fathering a child. This is another. This well, is whatever an backwards doctor told you that was happened. incorrect. Owen and his college girlfriend had an abortion, and I haven't had sex with anyone else in years. You can't hide the sexual dissatisfaction; it's written all over my face. And why she's offering this information, I don't know. I believe you. So it's settled. I'm not a whore, and you no longer hate me. <laughs> it appears that you're not a liar, but you're still a whore. And I don't like it. Well, at least that's a step in the right direction. Excuse me. Uh, Grandma. Again, I don't, Isabel, I'll be right I don't back. understand why she cares. Yeah, where are you going? I was actually going to go visit the old property. Uh huh. Thanks. I think this scene coming up was written simply to get Owen out of the house so that the grandmother could plant the snake in the toilet. That was basically it. Because it doesn't really propel the story forward. that the grandmother masturbates while watching televangelism is a kind of fucked up that I can't say that I've experienced in cinema before. 
My family used to own this land. There was a house right here in the middle. You used to live in the house that burnt down? Sometimes you'd come at night with flashlights and try to see ghosts. Tell you what, if you ever see any of those ghosts, do me a favor and tell him Owen says he's sorry. He stays for about 30 seconds too. If it were my decision, this were my film, I would have, um, I don't want to say saved, I don't think that's the right word, because that, that sounds like it's something positive or a surprise, but I would have kept the reveal of what girl looks like until the final moments of the film. I think that would have made it much more powerful, even though the ending as it is is pretty powerful and dark and these people have no qualms about handling rattlesnakes by hand because pearl just got it and i guess was in the broke its neck? I don't know, but she killed it. With, okay? She killed a wet snake with her bare hands. Did no, Pearl. Didn't I? This is a very old house. It probably got into a hole in the pipes. Can't have an incident like that again. Now, Owen, you can find the hole in the pipe. Okay, what do I have to do? You get into the crawl space under the floor. It's very simple. I'll show you. Okay, I... I'm just gonna talk to Isabel for a second. I would say I'm not doing that. I'm not a fucking plumber. Hey, 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 hey. You okay? Oh, Come here. You probably so insane. I can't imagine. It seems like he needs her approval as well for now for some reason. Why are your eyes like that? Allergies. Have you been crying? Uh, maybe. You know it's okay to be sensitive. I know, I'm just not particularly used to it. Mm. You remember the first time we met? Bits and pieces. You were the biggest piece of shit douchebag I've ever met in my life. I could not stand you. 
Yeah, I tend to give up that first impression. Yeah, and second, and third, fourth. But when I ran into you that fifth time, you were so inclined. Well, you were lonely. Well, you were drunk. That's crazy. Now you're pregnant. So she talks about I want to have this baby with you. Their first meeting. Me too. But she doesn't really so it's settled. say yeah, much of anything settled. about them except that he was drunk. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and that she thought make he was with Pearl, and first thing in the fucking morning we'll get him down to you. Uh, amen. Ellen? Ellen? Yep, I'm here, Grandma. Oh, hurry up! Okay. Here you are. Yeah, what is this? It's an oil lamp. Yeah, I can see that. Don't you have a flashlight? No. Great. If it was good enough for your ancestors, it's good enough for you. Yeah, I don't know if I subscribe to that oh, philosophy. These old arthritic hands are no good anymore. Give it to me. I think that America must be okay. one of the only countries um, Good. who like or that down. refers right. to, you know, a handheld light as a flashlight. Wait. Because I've listened to what a lot of audiobooks oh, just that are follow the piping along the floor to the back written by and then any holes you find uh, just wrap them up with different countries, it's, it's just particularly England, measure, a lot of English thrillers, and they always call them torches. huge, huge mistake doing this commentary, and not because I chose poorly with the film, but because the chair that I sit in at my desk is so ridiculously squeaky, and no matter what I do, I can't get it to stop, I decided I'm going to stand the whole time. I even toyed with the idea of getting a standing desk. Mm, I don't see that happening. Uh, I'm okay. ridiculously uncomfortable right now, and my feet hurt. Uh, my feet no, hurt. No holes, Grandma. Okay, I'm coming back up. This I don't understand either. Why would she want to kill him this way? Because she would burn down her oh, own it's house. Disgusting down here. Thanks for the solid reminder never to be a homeowner. What's that smell? Oh, uh, I, I spilled the lamp oil. <laughs> Clumsy me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go freshen up and get ready. Isabel and I are leaving in the morning. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to make a really nice last dinner. <laughs> I'll have Isabel come help. No, I cook alone, Owen. Now, as I recall, you like chicken and beefsteak. Uh, I'm actually trying to be healthy, so maybe something lighter. Oh, why bother? You're just going to throw it up anyway, Owen. <clears throat> I'm going to go try and see Pearl. I might be mistaken, but she says that she wants to make a final or last dinner. But I don't think you actually see them at the dinner table.
Carl, it's me. I'm leaving. We nope, don't have much time. you sure don't. Please. Judging by what transpires during this scene and the exchange between um, the exchange between Owen and Pearl, it, it seems like she um, holds a grudge. Um, more for his leaving her. I wasn't even supposed to be there. Then, um, the evening the of belief the fire. That he was the one who burned. I her. was supposed to be staying at Emily's. Grandmother called us kissing, told mother and father, and I was grounded. I'm sorry, I don't remember Emily. Doesn't matter. She's married now. Has two boys. I'm sorry to hear that. That's okay. Why would the grandmother catch happy. her kissing Emily if she was living with the parents? And when was the last time you two spoke? Was she kissing Emily at the grandmother's house? I don't understand that either. Not since the fire. I had third degree burns over 80% of my body. I spent many months in the hospital. No one came to visit me but grandmother. She'd been taking care of you. She thinks she can talk to God. Sometimes he tells her to do terrible things. She hasn't hurt you, though. No. No, not me. She's kind of talking like there was no plan for them to leave together. Owen. Or <laughs> for him to take her away from You're the grandmother because she's saying She's telling him about the burns. And that she was in the hospital for several months and nobody came to see her. I would have made a great mother. So the way the way she's talking, it's like he was already gone. Understood things. You know? I would have taken care of my babies. I would have protected them. Well, you can still be a mother. Why didn't you leave me, Owen? Why? I don't, I can't say, I don't know. All I can say is it's been eating me up ever since and I need to ask for your forgiveness. Okay, I need you to forgive me, Pearl. What bothers me about this is he says, I need to ask for your forgiveness, but he doesn't say, I'm sorry. He just says, forgive me, okay? I need to ask for your forgiveness. Forgive me, okay? I don't forgive you, Owen. I don't forgive you, and I never will. Let Isabel and I take you away from this place. This is where I belong now. Pearl, it's not too late, okay? We can get out of this here. This is where I 
Because of his reaction there, I'm wondering if that was scripted. I wonder if Richard Bates pulled her aside and said, you know, just scream, get out. See if you can scare the shit out of him. There's another scene that's coming up that I don't that I don't quite understand. <laughs> what, uh, what, what is with the guns first before we get to that? Why do they both have one? I get why Pearl has one because I would want a gun in my bedroom if I had to live with a fucking nutcase like that. I'm over that guy. You're worried about your grandmother. Yeah, she can go fuck herself. Hmm. All I care about is those little girls. Hmm. Hold on. I'll be right back. Okay, so he hears something going on. I don't know what it is with the cars. See, this is what confuses me. There's something going on outside with cars. I don't know who it is, if it's the grandmother, if it is what she's doing. But it sounds like there's two cars that are being moved. So he looks out the window, he sees them, he goes downstairs, he sees something else. And what exactly the grandmother put in his medication is also not explained. It's, it, it's not explained in the plot summary in Wikipedia either. It just says that she tampers with his medication. She See, there's a the car. What? What is that? Did you take your medicine? Shit, no, it's uh, they're in the drawer there. Now, I think they're downstairs during the scene. Yeah, they're downstairs. first because I didn't know so I didn't know originally so that better. the grandmother had tampered with his medication walk. and when he said <laughs> that he was feeling lightheaded I my first thought was that maybe she's trying to put um, 
Just trying to kill them with gas or something. How many times do I have to say it? No more fighting. Can't say the bitch didn't have it coming. Another thing that confused me, well, at least the first time that I saw it, I can't believe that I start so many sentences during this commentary with another thing that confused me. God, this is going to make for excellent listening. But when I first listened to it, and you hear the second shot, I was convinced that Pearl killed herself after she killed the grandmother. I did not think that she killed Owen. This harkens back to the, the the song is very pretty, by the way. This this harkens back to the to the scene um, 